0: In terms of what it's like day to day, I usually wake up around 7 p.m. The neurosurgeon actually let me cut into this patient's brain. Years of watching Animal Planet has paid off. Let's go. <laughs> Bro, I didn't even know that was a word. What the hell? You have to
1: showcase your best dance move for 15 seconds.
0: 15 seconds? <laughs> what? Yo, my career's on the line, man. <laughs> Number one, Battle Royale. Am I doing the Millie Rock right now? <laughs> Four, three, two, one. Smash the like button.
1: All right, well, good morning everyone. Uh, welcome to our first episode of Sippin' Soju Podcast. Um, today we have our first guest and my really good friend, Mr. Guan Lee. Um Guan for a little bit of backstory guan was my college roommate for four years at yale university and we've gone through the ups the downs and everything together so really excited and honored that you were willing to speak today um, because you have a very interesting life story and you have some very interesting advice um, about where you are currently in your professional career so thanks so much for being on the show guan thank you for having me max Yeah, so today we wanted to go over really what the life is like at Stanford Medical School, and we have Guan here, um, who can share a little bit more about himself. So yeah, Guan, uh, do you mind doing an
0: introduction on just like who you are? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Thanks for having me, Max. I'm honored to be here, and hey, I like the title of the podcast, man. Um, Are we going to have some soju or anything like that? See, right when I said
1: that, I was thinking, I didn't bring soju, but next time, next time for, right. sure, out right, for sure, get going to have a bottle on you.
0: Sounds good. Um, yeah, hey everyone. Uh, so my name is Guan Li. I am currently a third-year medical student. Um, I'm from Oakland, California, and I went to undergrad at Yale where I uh, studied molecular biology. And I am getting ready to start a research year here at Stanford. And uh, I'm going to be looking at disparities in Asian American health. Awesome.
1: Thanks for sharing, Guan. Um, and to everyone who's watching and listening, um, I actually met Guan through college at Yale. So we happened to live together for like four of our <laughs> undergraduate years and a lot of a lot of a uh, lot of good times. Um, one other question that I have for you, Juan, um, thanks for giving a little bit more about your background, but is, what is your favorite snack to eat? Viewers <laughs> wanna know.
0: Oh, hmm. I would have to say the Haribo gummy bears. You know I had to get a lot of those at Yale, <laughs> remember?
1: Wait, the regular or the sour, though?
0: Yo, you gotta That's go the right with the answer. sour. Yeah, you gotta yeah, go okay. with the sour. That's yeah. the right answer. <laughs> If you were
1: to describe yourself to a stranger about like your hobbies and how you would define yourself in like an elevator pitch, what would you say? Like, who is Wanley?
0: Yeah, I would say, I think being a medical student is a big part of my identity currently. Um, but besides that, I would say I can be very active in terms of going out, playing sports, going to the gym, but I also like to relax and chill. Uh, playing video games with my friends, uh, watching YouTube, um, watching the NBA. So I think I would say I like to be both active, but also take the time to relax.
1: Gotcha. And to everyone who doesn't know, Guan's actually from Oakland, California, and um, the Golden State Warriors lost last night. So (laughs) everyone
0: (laughs) throw Guan the L in the chat. (laughs) Yo, I'm so sad about that. Oh, man. Um, But Hey, I got money. I still got money on the Warriors uh, in seven, so.
1: Oh, they're going to make it all the way to seven, you think?
0: I mean, I I hope so, at least. At least. uh, (laughs) I don't know. We'll we'll see. All
1: right. You heard it here first. (laughs) Sounds good. Um, Going back to what you're saying about being a medical student and how that's a big part of your identity. um, I'm personally very curious about like what a typical day or week in the life of a Stanford medical student is. Um, Maybe a week will be more
0: accurate because day-to-days can change, right? Right, right. Sure. So we have class um, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday, and we have a whole day off on Wednesday. Um, And the days that we do have class, we have them every morning from 8.30 to 11.30, and then Two days out of the week, we also have afternoon session from one to 5 p.m. So I would say um, on a weekly basis, uh, you'll have class four days out of the week and then you have one day off. And in terms of what it's like day to day, I usually wake up around 7 p.m. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? (laughs) (laughs) We <laughs> <I usually laughs> wake up around seven a.m. and then get ready, eat breakfast, and attend class on Zoom. Uh, given that's COVID, there has been uh, a lot of flexibility in terms of whether we need to go to class or not. And so, I usually just go in class on Zoom until around eleven thirty, and then I eat lunch. Usually, go to the dining hall, and then after that. Uh, If I do have class that day again in the afternoon, usually go to class from one to five. And if there isn't any class uh, that day, I would do extracurricular activities like research or uh, engaging with the free clinic. And then after around five or 6 p.m., I would go to lunch or I would go to dinner with my uh, friends uh, at the dining hall. And then usually end the day with a gym session about an hour. And then the, the rest of the night is for chilling, um, playing video games and such.
1: Gotcha. So just to clarify, you are not nocturnal. You don't start your day at p.m. <laughs> no, no, <laughs>
0: misspoke there.
1: Um, yeah. Um, thanks for the insight there, on. In terms of like, I feel like this is a pretty big topic in terms of medical school students, because all of them, for, from my outside perspective, are always grinding away. And it seems like sleep is always something that's really hard to get. On average, how would you rate your sleep schedule or how many hours do you usually get a night?
0: Yeah, um, I completely agree. I think like uh, most NESCO students are sleep deprived. But for me, um, when there isn't like a big project or exam uh, week coming up, I usually get around seven hours of sleep. But when I do have exams coming up, I would say, around five hours, uh, per, per day.
1: Gotcha. And then on weekends, you probably catch up or spend a bit more time.
0: Okay. Right. Yeah. Maybe around like eight or nine hours a day on weekends. Gotcha.
1: And when, when you say you're chilling, usually after you finish dinner and wrap up all of your studying and other, um, other requirements that you have to do, how do you typically spend your time aside from like gaming? And I know you do lifting as well. Is there anything else that you wanted to call out?
0: Yeah. We also have a basketball group here at at uh, the med school where um, we usually play uh, like on Wednesday evenings. And um, besides that, I like to watch a lot of YouTube, um, like just different videos, like pranks, uh, like topics related to like finances and such.
1: You say that uh, you're pretty lethal at basketball.
0: Yo, you're going to have to come and find out.
1: <laughs> I I will definitely, uh, I think I'll definitely be able to make the time to go to Palo Alto sometime, or at least SF to, to come and visit. So um, for all of you watching, if we get, five likes on this video i'll fly out to guan
0: we'll play one-on-one <laughs> <laughs> Oh cool show, yo i got you a air mattress here too so you got housing covered my goodness <laughs> what a beautiful man
1: <laughs> now i can't make now i can't make housing or sleep like a, uh what's the word i can't make those as excuses yeah yeah <laughs> but okay that, that well, that's really cool um one other question related to the medical field that I will had specifically for Stanford is that what are some things about Stanford Med that surprised you? So like things that you may not have been able to research beforehand or things that you um, were genuinely surprised about since being a student. So Mm -hmm. to the outsider, what are some things that you would
0: call out? Yeah, I think one thing that really surprised me was the fact that they have like a lot of funding for students that are interested in doing research. you can take a whole year off to do research and they'll give you like funding for it. And even during the summer, if you wanna do research, they'll they'll like basically pay you to do that. And I think that's one thing that really surprised me because I think during undergrad, we usually do research for free or as like a volunteering gig, right? Um, and yeah. I think that's one thing that really surprised me. And also the flexibility of the curriculum at Stanford. Um, There isn't like a right way to do med school here. Uh, People take four, uh, four, five, six years um, and there isn't really like a set time uh, to take certain exams. So that also really surprised me just like the flexibility and it's like sort of like a choose your own adventure kind of thing here at Stanford. Gotcha. Well, that's
1: really cool that you have the opportunity to adapt what each student has the ability to really pursue the route that they want that fits their needs best. So that's really cool to hear. Um, any, any negative things that surprised you?
0: Um, not specifically about Stanford, but I think like coming into med school, I didn't realize sort of how much of yourself you have to give up for this profession. Um, it's, it's not like a nine to five job where you sort of clock in and then clock out. It's, it's more like, you you sort of have to give up a lot of your weekends and um, a lot of your free time to uh, to sort of be a competent uh, medical student, but also uh, pursue a lot of the uh, activities um, and opportunities that are given to you here at Sanford, like like engaging with the community or research. And I think that's one thing that I didn't realize coming in, into med school that um, a lot of your free time is, uh, or I guess like y- y- a lo- you-, you have to give up a lot of yourself for this profession, I'll say. Gotcha, mm-hmm.
1: you're almost done, or you are done with your second year, is that correct? That's right, Okay. Yeah. Well, congratulations, you're, you're halfway done. That's, that's crazy, <laughs> right, time dude. really flies, right? <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah, thanks. So out of your first half of your Stanford med career, what is the most exciting thing that you've done so far? And what are you, what are you most proud of?
0: Yeah, I think, um, I'll answer a second part first, but I think I'm most proud of just getting through med school during like the pandemic. And, um, given the fact that traditionally, um, I think medicine, there's a lot of hands-on activities, um, engagement with people like in like an in-person setting and the fact that going through med school on zoom and uh sort of being isolated in like a dorm room um I think I'm proud of being able to get through that uh for the first two years um in terms of what was the most exciting thing I I I would say going into the hospital and working with patients and I think once one moment that really stood out to me was when I got to work with a neurosurgeon and helping out with a neurosurgery case. And the moment that really stood out was when they sort of removed the skull from the patient and exposing the brain and just seeing how vulnerable uh, life and like our our consciousness is. And um, another thing is when the neurosurgeon actually let me cut into this patient's brain. as like a medical student. So I was like, holy, that's like, being able to cut into someone else's brain is just never thought I would be able to do that. So that was that was something that really stood out to me these past two years. I can only
1: imagine like how you felt in that moment. Like, was your heart beating really fast or like what emotions were you feeling? Cause I, I would honestly just be too, I think i will be like a deer in headlights.
0: Yeah, no, I, I was, I was shocked when he handed me the scalpel and he was like, Hey, like make a one millimeter incision. And I'll, I mean, my hands were shaking, my heart was beating. And I think like just staring at like someone else's brain, like knowing that, like that holds like all their like consciousness experience and memories and just seeing how vulnerable it was. Um, but yeah, I did like ultimately <laughs> went in and like made a small incision, but of course, at that moment, I didn't want to cut too deep or like um, mess, <laughs> like make any errors. So I was going like really slow, and um, ultimately the neurosurgeon was there to guide me. So uh, overall, it was it was a very uh, humbling experience. I would say.
1: Have you ever seen the movie Get Out, Juan?
0: No, I haven't. I heard of it though. What? There, their reference. Will you ever watch it? Hey, just spoil it for me, man. <laughs> okay. Well, to, to anyone
1: who to anyone who's, who's watching or listening, and who has not seen Get Out, it's a really good movie by Jordan Peele, directed by Jordan Peele. Um, you should definitely watch it. It's like a thriller. You can you can pause the video now because I don't want to to spoil anything or skip over. Um, but basically, there's a scene where a surgeon who actually cuts open the top of a patient, not a patient of this person's skull, and then they do like a brain transplant so they swap brains in order to give senior citizens more youthful abilities by swapping their brain to a younger person obviously like that's a little bit far-fetched in the but who knows what will happen in the future um but yeah i, yeah. I, I can't I can't imagine seeing the same skull being taken off that's that's just that's like some saw
0: stuff right there
1: honestly <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah yeah um I mean, it's possible. Yeah. What you just described is possible. I think there are actually like surgeons trying to like do a head transplant. So like, yeah, yeah. So that might actually be possible.
1: Well, that's actually a good segue. Now that my heart's racing a little bit more, um, the next question is for, for you again, Guan. if you had $1 billion or if money was not a concern at all, and you weren't concerned about the business, you weren't concerned about the finances for the company, what healthcare technology would you invest in to better humanity or society?
0: Ooh, that's, that's a good one. Um, healthcare technologies. Um, let's see. Yo, give me, give me a second here, think, Max.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, no problem. And again, to all the viewers, um, Guan did not see any of these questions, so I really wanted to listen <laughs> to the raw reaction from him. So, um, yeah, this is a raw podcast, we really just want to um keep this casual and to really just um just speak what's on top of the mind. So, for
0: mm-hmm. sure, yeah, I, I think one thing that uh I've been thinking about is uh gene therapy. Um, so a lot of the diseases that we experience is due to like mutations in certain genes. And I think that um, investing money into that space uh, would be real, would be something I'm interested in specifically, uh, things like Alzheimer's and um, like like different types of uh, blood cancers, I think would be uh, really interesting. yeah,
1: one thing that you may have a little bit more insight than me on is you know how certain genes have like uh, chromosomes have like telomeres. Right. I'm not sure if we have technology currently that can help prevent the telomeres from shortening, but mm. I feel like that would be something that would be also really
0: helpful, right? Yeah. I agree. Cancer. And yeah, like cancer aging as well. And um, I think, yeah, that's something like people are currently looking at and for sure it would be like a very impactful uh, space to invest in.
1: Awesome. And then on the flip side of that, what is like the most recent or what what has been a recent technology that you've been super interested in it doesn't have to be healthcare related.
0: Yeah, um so actually I've been really interested in Elon Musk uh his company Neuralink where he is trying to implant uh devices and electrodes into the human brain in order to capture their uh, consciousness and memory and upload it into a computer. Um, I think that's where he envisions this technology to go. But I think more um, sort of a realistic thing is he wants to solve a lot of the neurological and um, nervous system disorder, like people who are paralyzed, uh, people who have like Parkinson's or different nerve, um, nerve health conditions. Um, and using these uh, devices to uh, cure these uh, diseases. I think that's one thing that I've been really interested in.
1: Gotcha. Is, does this have anything to do with the metaverse? Will you be my girlfriend? No. I'll give you 100K because I'm too old for you. Doubt it. I will give you 100K to be my girlfriend.
0: Or could it oh, be hey, <laughs> it, it, it could be, man. I think he's at a, ahead of our time. But um, I think one really interesting experiment that they showed was that uh, they implanted this device into a monkey. And the monkey was able to control a video game just by thinking and uh, not using any like controller or uh, like hand movement. Like the monkey just was thinking about sort of movements in the game and they showed that it worked. So I think that's, that's crazy. really promising, yeah. yeah Yeah.
1: that's wild um this is this is not a pre-planned question by any means but i'm curious what are your (laughs) thoughts on nfts
0: (laughs) (laughs) have you um, invested in any board apes um unfortunately i do not have the funding to invest (laughs) in any board apes but if i did i probably would have um i I think it's a really cool concept i just don't know if it's like a like a phase right now where people are super excited. I mean, the crypto market is crashing, I think. And um, I think it's an interesting concept, but I personally have not invested in any NFTs. Gotcha. I I personally
1: have not either. I just don't understand it enough to really invest in. Um, But one interesting story I have for you is I was listening to, I think either a Joe Rogan podcast or someone else's and apparently there's this guy like the software developer who built this like an nft of a yacht okay. right and the yeah. yacht itself like it's super pixelated it's like shit quality like it's like mm-hmm. really really blurry like we're talking runescape 2006 <laughs> quality and uh-huh. apparently it's being sold for like eight hundred thousand dollars or something like that and the reason being that not everyone will have a yacht in in the metaverse and like acquiring specialized items like that could be like a very like rare item to have you know yeah which is insane to me because a lot of yachts like don't even cost that much in real life so like the fact that a digitalized pixel is doing that it's it's pretty absurd but also um
0: who knows where the future will lie you know that's really interesting and yeah i think i've heard a lot of stories like that too where people would you would be the only person to have like The Air Force ones in the metaverse or something, (laughs) and like (laughs) find that. Um, Yeah. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Well, um, jumping ship back a little bit from NFTs over to Stanford Med again. um, Mm -hmm. For anyone interested in applying to uh, medical school, and if you have any insight about Stanford specifically, what should they do during
0: undergrad or postgrad to put themselves in the best position? Yeah. So. I think after going through this process, there are a couple of things I've realized. Um, I think the first thing is in terms of your grades and test score, there isn't a hard cutoff or anything, but um, you do wanna sort of be in a range where the school, of the school's averages. And I think that just gets you into the door. Um, it'll land you like the interview, they'll, they'll take a look at your application. And there are obviously like exceptions. Um, so, but I think w- one thing I, I do want to tell student is to, So try your best in in classes and like tests and don't sweat it too much. And if you're not like, you know, getting perfect scores, but um, I think just having the scores gets you into the door. But in terms of activities, I would say doing things like longitudinally where you're working on a project or like doing activity for multiple years, not just like one Saturday, you're you're doing one activity and another Saturday, you're doing something else. I think that's one thing that people have said is doing things longitudinally, showing that you have passion for it as well as potentially picking up like a leadership role. Um, and then in terms of Sanford Med, one, one thing that has been uh, highly valued at the school is students who are interested in research as well as trying to go beyond just being a clinician, um, talking to all, uh professors and such. Uh, I think the school is moving towards wanting to train leaders in the field, not just uh, physicians who are going to practice in the community. And, um, and that's, that's one advice I would have for anyone interested in applying to medicine is um, if you think you want to sort of hold a leadership position in the future or make an impact beyond um, just being a clinician, then I think this will be a good fit for you. Thanks for
1: the solid advice, Juan. I, I might pick that up and apply to medical school myself.
0: <laughs> hey, see you here <laughs> soon, man.
1: <laughs> um, and, okay, and following that question, what are some reasons why Stanford Med may not be a good fit for a prospective candidate? Based off of, you know, what you just described, um, are there any reasons why someone Um, should not potentially choose Stanford
0: yeah I think um, going back to the point where I talked about sort of how this is like a choose your own adventure uh, kind of curriculum there isn't really a lot of external factors or forces like forcing you to study or um, uh, forcing you to do certain activities Uh, I think I think if you want like a more structured program or um, having like grades and such um, it's helpful in like helping you study then I I don't think this is a school for you because it really relies on your own like motivation um, to sort of study for exams learn the material because everything is pass fail so there really isn't like a incentive for you to um, learn everything but um, if you're like self motivated and is able to sort of just seek out opportunities on your own then I think Stanford Met is right for you but If you want sort of a more structured program, um, I think uh, other schools would be a better fit, I would say. Gotcha.
1: And then last two questions before we actually take a bit of a break. Sound good? Yeah, sounds good. These last two are related. So um, the first is, how do you rate your work life balance? From one to five. One being you have no free time to do hobbies. Five being you have enough time in your day to do whatever it is you want to do outside of class.
0: Yeah, I would say it's at a three at this point. I think the first year of med school we did have a lot of required classes, um, exams uh, pretty frequently, and just the load of material from med school. Um, it's a lot to uh, get through in a day and but i i would say i do have time to you know eat properly exercise at least an hour a day and um have an hour, hour or two to do my own like thing like hobbies and video games but i think yeah i would say it's that out of three okay mm-hmm.
1: i'm really glad you didn't say five because the <laughs> next question actually stems off of that yeah. so uh, my next question is how do you think you can improve your work-life balance to get it closer to a five
0: yeah I think the main thing for me is my time management uh, skills I think one thing I need to work on is being more intentional with my time when I'm studying uh, just focus on studying and block out you know other things like don't go on Instagram and such I think that's been like something that has hurt me in terms of my pro- productivity and um yeah i think just prioritizing and being more intentional with my time when i'm relaxing i I should you know shouldn't be thinking about work and i think that will help sort of make me more productive but also more efficient with my time so that i have more time for hobbies in terms of time management i'm curious do you have a specific strategy
1: in terms of how you keep track of like your task list or to do
0: items, like what do you what do you typically do to to get through that? Well so I use the Notes app on the Mac, um, where I, I guess it's the Post-it app, uh, where like every time I open my computer, it'll just pop up. Like um, I'll I'll write like Monday Monday through Friday I'll have like certain tasks. I'll just like write it out as like a bullet point or um, a list, and then I, I check it off throughout the day. Um, in terms of being more pr- productive and efficient, I've actually like deleted like Instagram, like these social media apps off of my phone so that if I do want to check it, I will have to like log in through the uh, web browser. Um, so hey, if I don't like your pictures, man, it's cause I don't, I haven't been checking art. So, <laughs> yo, actually, actually though, I, I was wondering why my last five posts, uh, <laughs> the viewer engagement's
1: been a lot lower in. You're definitely <laughs> to blame there. um but actually i I do have a recommendation for you um in terms of time management because for myself i used to also use the notes app on like Mm -hmm. the the iphone and then i'm not sure if you heard of stickies like sticky notes the post i used to yeah i used to use use those all the time i actually had over like 100 sticky notes because every time a new topic would arise i would write it down i would write down you know a word or two there and then Uh it just makes it kind of disorganized i don't know if you use like a type of calendar system online, but if you use like Google Calendar or, um, some, or Outlook of, or something of that nature, what I've actually done is at the end of every day, I'll hold a 15 to 30 minute private um, appointment. And then in that appointment, I'll write down the list of uh, tasks and I'll copy that over for every single day. So at the end of the day, I can click in, delete it, and then it'll update automatically.
0: So you have that to check in. So that might be something to also look into to make it more automated. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. I think, I think, yeah, I think I want to, um, start looking into that. Um, and I think like, yeah, spending like what you said, 15, 20 minutes at the end of the day to sort of write that down would be super helpful. Um, so, so you'll know, like you'll prepare yourself for the next day and, um, Hey, thank you for that. Max, you want to help me pass my school. (laughs) Hey, I now know,
1: I now know what I'm going to name this, uh, this, this first podcast. what is it general guy helps stanford med students pass <laughs> med school <laughs> average joe helps us. <laughs> yeah. yeah um okay. but yeah no awesome guan for all the insight right now um this is what i like to call the halftime break um okay. so um i don't ha- i don't have any particular medical school questions to ask you from this point on but okay. the show does not stop there do we have a sponsor so, we hmm. Do we have a sponsor? Um, <laughs> we do we, we not have a sponsor, but I do have something really cool that I can show the camera right now. Hopefully, I will get sponsored at some point, but okay, okay. I recently took a trip to Toronto, Canada last week um, okay. during Memorial Day weekend, and I happened to pick up some Canadian beverages, okay. one of which is uh, this one pale ale from Canada called the Chicken Man. What? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> so uh, for the camera here, it's called Chicken Man. I am not sponsored, but we will quote unquote say that we are partnered with Chicken Man for this first podcast. Let's go. really forward to trying it. Let's go. But speaking of the <laughs> halftime break, it's really not a break for you at all, Guan. It's a break for me. Okay, so, okay. so really, it's, we, we are now entering a segment called The Halftime Show. And this is a recurring segment that I will have with all future guest members as well. Um, we're, so let me explain to you how the, how the show works, okay?
0: Okay, okay.
1: I will present to you three random, quite difficult trivia questions. If okay. you get three out of three, I have to do a dance. Okay. Okay. If you don't get three out of three, then you have to showcase your best dance move for 15 seconds. 15 <laughs> seconds? What? Yo, my career's on the line, man. No worries. I'll throw on some background music to match whatever moves you're doing. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, let's do it. Are you Are you ready? Do you need to take some time? Like, do you need to get, Do we need a water break? Or All right, yo. Let me take a sip of water. I will as well. Reading questions is getting pretty. Uh. <laughs> It's getting intense out here, man. Um, it is. And, and next time, you know, moving forward, I will definitely have some type of, you know, soju or some type of beverage involved. I think it will make it a lot more interesting. So,
0: Okay. Sounds good. And so can I use Google or not? Nah.
1: Not, uh, <laughs> Come on all now. All right. All right. Come all right on let's, now, do it, on. let's do it. Let's I can't make it. it too easy for you. Um, and, and I will have a shot clock.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: You have... up to 10 seconds to answer each question. Okay.
0: All right. All right. Sounds good. Are you ready? Yes, sir.
1: Question number one.
2: What is the loudest animal on earth? The blue whale.
1: No. It, according to this survey, Type of whale, but it is not the blue whale. Uh, the humpback whale. <laughs> it is not what? the humpback whale. No, okay, it's a whale. Is that did I get it? It's <laughs> you. You got the na- the noun correct.
0: Oh my yo! <laughs> I, 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 I'll i give you I'll give you
1: okay. One more chance.
0: You give me one more chance.
2: It's something okay. whale. I'm surprised. I'm
1: surprised you got blue whale. That's that's, that's very. <laughs> Yo, I, no. I would have thought like I don't know like rooster because that thing always wakes me up in
0: the morning. <laughs> <laughs> um yo, let me see. What other whales are there? There's blue whale, humpback whale, and um that that's it. <laughs> so it's no, not a whale. No. it's something
2: else. It's yo.
1: The gray whale, I don't know. Resist the what? temptation to Google. <laughs> I saw your fingers starting to, starting to itch. No, no, um, no. It's, a, it's, it's the sperm whale. Oh, my. There ain't no way, bro. All right, all right. Hey, yo. The fact that you got whale, like, I feel like this is very specific. I'll give you that one, okay? Okay, okay, okay. Question number two. I will not accept an answer that is not on this list, okay? Okay, okay what are baby owls called <laughs> yo um baby owls are called owlets <laughs> you actually got that right what what? You actually got that right. No way, owlets. dude. <laughs> what? what? Oh my god, I swear. Yo. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you want to do a dance right now. Let's go. Owlettes, oh my goodness. How did you get that? All right,
0: yo, this... my years of watching Animal Planet has paid off. Let's go. <laughs> Alright.
1: Owlettes or nestlings, apparently. Okay, okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. Alright.
1: <laughs> don't, All hey, right. don't mess me up here. Hey, go on, go on. I am not changing these questions out of order. These are the first three that popped up. Okay. It, I call this one a GG. <laughs> oh no. Right. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. What's this what's the space called between what's the space between windows called? And and while you're thinking about this, I am so impressed that you got two out of three correct already. Like that. I thought these questions were super difficult, and clearly, I need to move. Instead of difficult, I need to go to like extremely difficult questions for my next podcast or So, so that they have you to they have you to thank for the next oh, no. episode. Oh no! Um, all right.
0: So the space between a window
2: is called space between a window uh it's called a uh hey don't ever think it win- window sill. no
1: that's actually that's it's a, a very logical and somewhat good guess um what happens if a window doesn't have a window sill
2: The window border. <laughs> <laughs> yo, dude. Stick with the animals, man. Stick
1: with the animals. No, I, I, have, I have so many thumbnails now that I can use. This is perfect. Yo, stick with the animals. All right. Um yo, what I'm sorry, Juan. To be fair, I didn't even know the answer so I clicked on it. It's called interfenestration. <laughs> Bro, I didn't even know that was a word. What the hell? <laughs> well, so, see, this is this is the learning opportunity for you. It comes from yeah. the Latin word for window, which is fenestra. So, you, ha- had you had known that, it should have been an easy parallel.
0: Had, had I had taken Latin in college? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. So, so what does that mean? I got two out of three right. What does that mean?
1: So, I had written down in the, in the
0: rules that are
1: one hundred percent non-changeable it says if you get three out of three i have to dance if you do not get three out of three you have to (laughs) showcase your best dance move for 15 seconds so want if right now is a convenient time take it away
0: 15 seconds all right play some music
1: um we'll have music during this time but i'll throw some music on the actual video all right (laughs) wait and and make sure your, your face is in it too all right, perfect. It is. It is. All okay. Right. <laughs> so, yo, why don't I do it for
0: five seconds? Since I got two out of three right, I'll meet you halfway. Give me ten. <laughs> Give me. Ten. All right. Look hurry. Let me put some music on. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about to go in. down. You know what I mean. And, and please oh, let shit. the viewers know, like, what what music are you about to throw down? All right, I'm gonna throw down some. Uh...
2: Yo. I'm gonna throw down some uh, yo hey what's a good song man um play uh, uh play hey, a sweet Ooh. home
0: Alabama. No, I'm gonna play all right, all right. Yo, is this going in the podcast? Like are they gonna see me? Dance wait, song? wait, actually song that like actually No, I'm gonna do am hey, I'm gonna do the Fortnite song, the Fortnite song. Number one. Battle Royale, Don't worry. and yeah, go on. This is like none of this is gonna be cut out. So this is what? completely unfiltered. Yeah, <laughs> this is so... career ending. All right, or right, start. No, no, it's not.
1: Or, or career beginning.
0: All right, career three, beginning. Three, two,
2: one, go. Hey, I'm a. All right, all right, all right. Hey,
1: hey, hey! everyone who saw this, guys, ladies, gentlemen, please, please give Wanli a round of applause. That was beautiful. <laughs> all I, right. I got none of the actual uh, music that you were playing, so it was just stagnant dancing. <laughs> but that that, that was beautiful guad thank you very much for doing that you're always Mm -hmm. a good sport um hey i know previously i said give guad an l in the chat but if you made this part of the video turn that l into a w man (laughs) hey smash the like button smash the like button and subscribe because things are only going to get a little more spicy as we move on um Mm -hmm. perfect well Thanks so much for being not only our first guest, but also being the first guest to participate in our halftime show. How do you feel now? Like, how'd you feel about that experience?
0: Yo, I, I actually thought that was really fun. And um, I think, yeah, it was, it was a great idea. And keep it up with the animal questions though. Like the window sills, the window stuff, like we gotta we got take it out, all right. Hey,
1: <laughs> Go on. hey man, I, I used a random question generator. And on top of that, you know, trivia is not confined to just living organisms. you know, (laughs) give the windowsill some love as well. All right, right, bet, bet. Okay, perfect. Well, um, we have a couple more questions um, left in the podcast I want to go over and then um, wanted to spend some time as well for you to, to ask. These questions are more personal ones. They're not necessarily related to medicine at all. Just wanted to get the viewers to have a better understanding of who you are and what you like to do, you know? Mm -hmm, mm so um whenever you're ready we can start jumping into it
0: let me take a sip of water all right let's jump right into it
1: sure so question number one yeah yeah ultimately what drives you and what gets you up in the morning and motivates you it's like like you said there are a lot of obligations that you have to fulfill but ultimately like what keeps you moving what keeps the oil running in the system and what makes
0: you want to do more despite all that you've done already? hmm hmm Yeah, I think that's, like, a question that I've actually been, like, wrestling with uh, recently. Um, you know, like, just uh, being in med school and being able to take a step back. And I think for me, currently, it's, like, just... I think just the, the interest in um, medicine and sort of wanting to learn more and like gain more knowledge about the field, but also the world in general. Um, I think the one thing that's also been driving me is uh, sort of my family, uh, being able to be there for my family and um, de- develop- developing like a, a closer relationship with my my sister, my, my parents. And um, I think that's also another thing that's been super motivating uh, being there just for my family and um the pursuit of knowledge is also something yeah that that's been um very interesting for me
1: yeah families i think that that's a common motivating factor amongst you me and also a lot of our friends that we were um, really close with in college just the fact that you know first generation and then also um Mm -hmm. having you know immigrant parents that it, it means a lot to see them work so hard and you're trying to, you know, ultimately follow their footsteps in to, to do successful things. So completely understand. Absolutely. And I applaud that. Um, being that you're originally from Oakland, mm-hmm. you went to Skyline high school, the best high school in <laughs> the U S and then you transferred over, you studied at Yale during your undergrad and you're currently at Stanford Med right now for your med school out of, all of these different accolades and accomplishments that you've done to to most people just getting into medical school is like that is an amazing feat right there, especially if you're the first in your family. And you not only did that, but you also managed to get into one of the most highly competitive ones. What are you most proud of so far that you've done? If you had to name like one specific thing.
2: Um, yeah, that's a good question, and I think that
0: okay. One specific thing, um, I think it's I think it's hard. I, I've been thinking a lot about this too, and like you mentioned, like these accolades and and um, are are impressive uh, from the outside. I think one thing that uh, I realize is like, yeah, it's it's nice to be able to, you know, get these degrees and go to these universities. But I think recently, I'm I'm most proud of the person I'm growing into, I would say, uh, being more sort of empathetic. And uh, I think through all these experiences, uh, I realized that, like, it's like the people in your life, the relationships that you have, it's m- more important. And I think that's, I, I feel like I'm proud of just uh, sort of spending more time with my friends, my family, and um, although like these these accolades are are impressive but I, I think that at the end of the day it's like your life is meaningful because of the people that are around you so I think that's something I've been thinking about. I I completely
1: agree I, I feel like personally for, for myself as well it's the relationships that you make and the memories that you make with the people that you enjoy being around those are the ones mm-hmm. that stick around a lot more than you know graduating from Yale or you know, getting a new job, like, it feels good at the moment, but ultimately, I think, personally for myself, those fun nights where, you know, you and the boys are all together in the common suite and just trolling, I think those were very good times as well, you know?
0: Yeah, I agree, completely agree, yeah.
1: So, hate to be a negative Nancy here, but (laughs) on the flip side, what is your biggest regret so far, if you have one?
2: Um... Yeah, I think, like,
1: yeah, go go ahead. I was just going to say, whether it's, you know, asking that one person out or anything like that, feel free to say that as well. <laughs> the viewers want to know. Hey,
0: catch flies, not feels, you know what I mean? Um, no, nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, honestly, like, I think yeah, I've actually been, like, reflecting a lot, and um, I think one regret I have is, like, during undergrad, I wish I, like, spent more time, um like hang out with the boys or like uh, developing relationships with like uh, my colleagues and like classmates. Um, I felt like during undergrad, I was like pretty like, uh, like career and like goal driven. And I think like, yeah, I think that's fine. But I think also like, I w- I could have like had a better balance, although we did have a lot of like great memories and, and time. I think like looking back, uh, I could have like spent my time a little bit better having a better balance, I would say. Gotcha. Yeah, no, I I completely agree. I think
1: there are always moments where you feel like you could have spent more time doing one thing than another, but in the heat of the moment, oftentimes, like, you know, you can't be too hard on yourself because you don't know any better and you don't know like what you're going to do later on. So, right, right. Um, Going off of that, what is your goal in the next year? I know you said you were wanting to do research, um, but is there any particular goal that you're hoping to accomplish in the next year whether it's being able to hit that 155 pound bench press pr or being able to squat 400 pounds or being able to um finish out two hours at an all-you-can-eat sushi buffet and any goal the yeah next year.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah um so yeah actually uh, i've been thinking about this a lot and um one thing i do want to uh one goal i do have is hitting 170 pounds okay maybe not 170 pounds in a year but like in terms of my weight right why is like I feel like I want to focus more on like my like personal like health and hobby and such uh currently so I yeah. think yeah like more consistent with the gym but I think like one main goal is like to to bulk up and uh put on some pounds I'm, I'm not sure like what the end goal is yet right now but uh that's something I've been focusing on like eating a lot more each meal and um I think Uh, I'm at the point where I have more time to like focus on like my personal hobbies and and health. So that's, yeah, that's one thing I want to focus on.
1: Just for myself to keep track of as well. You said with, you said by the end of 2022, you want to be 175 pounds (laughs) LBS.
0: (laughs) You got that right, man. You you heard it here first, man. 175 pounds. (laughs) Wait,
1: and... To to everyone who doesn't know Guan, Guan is I think he's a medical anomaly. <laughs> Guan Guan basically Guan eats so much, so much food, but somehow he's been unable to, to gain weight. Probably because of like high metabolism or maybe like hyperactive thyroid or something like that. But... <laughs> yo yo hey HIPAA, bro hippa man that's as close as my medical. No, I was no no he he does not have that. Um, but but basically. Guan has been wanting, a goal of Guan's has been wanting to gain weight since I met him freshman
0: year of undergrad. And you actually have been gaining weight, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I actually have. Um, and like, also like lifting has been super helpful. Yeah. Uh, so I've been like improving there too. But uh, I think, yo, this is the year, man. Like this is the year for character development. You know what I mean? It's time that you became the
1: main character yo i'm almost there bro i'm, I'm reaching that character no. art no I, i'm actually really happy that you said that because i have been rooting for you since since we met you know I, i've been you know one of your first personal trainers um out here trying that. to tell you to bench press and to lift weights and then you continue to not show up to the gym <laughs> but i'm really glad that you're starting to pick that up and, and that you're enjoying
0: it that's because ultimately if you enjoy it that's that's the best yeah. thing for you you know yeah, um, no, I, I appreciate you. Like, yeah, you're like the first person that got me into lifting. And like, initially, like, I didn't really enjoy it. But then I, I soon realized what you were saying, how like, seeing the constant improvement, like the fact that you're like, you can see like your muscle growth, but also like improve, increasing your weight. um, is like super satisfying. So I want to thank you for putting me on this wave, you know?
1: No problem. I'll throw my my Patreon at the end of the video.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <up your> Venmo.
1: <laughs> no, but um so that's your one year goal.
2: Yeah. Five, years. Five year goal. Um
0: well I I mean hopefully at that point I am in residency, which is the next step after medical school where you uh train, uh actually have hands-on experience to train to be a, a competent uh, physician, um, hopefully, yeah, I, I think that's probably the, the biggest goal. Um, and then also have like a, hopefully have a better balance in terms of work and also social life uh, and personal uh, life. I think that's something I want to work on sort of that that balance that we've been talking about.
1: And in terms of residency, are you comfortable disclosing what options you're potentially looking
0: at or is that still like something you're working through? yeah no that's something i'm still working through and um in terms of even like location where i want to end up um that's still all up in the air uh i think that once i start my rotations in the hospital i'll have a better idea of uh what specialties i'm interested in um so i don't want to like jump the gun and like say anything you know preemptively yeah
1: yeah for sure and then what about 10 years
0: oh 10 years So, I'm going to be, what, like, 35, 34 by then?
1: By that time, you'll be 35 and maybe not have a head full of hair. Uh, yo, <laughs> <not a> <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. No, and also, uh, to all the viewers who are watching, Juan literally got a perm yesterday. Yeah. He, he was a 360. I think it looks fantastic. Like, oh, you think I, so? pers- I personally want a perm myself, and this is, like, really motivating.
0: <laughs> yo, you, you should get one. No. <laughs> hey, y'all seen it here first, man. Hey, drop, drop a like or – Comment below if I should keep this hairstyle, all right? Um, but yo, okay, back to the question. 30, uh, 35 and 10 years. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I would just be starting off my career in whatever, I guess like in medicine, like that's when you really like start your career. Um, and um, I think one thing that's really important to me is like family, so uh, yo, Hopefully, you know, we're working towards having a family and, and being, like, financially stable. So I think we? that's... Cool. Well, as in... Wait, you, you know what? I use the wrong pronoun. My bad, dude. I, <laughs> 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 um, Thank you. Yeah, yeah. But um, I, I think that's that's the long-term vision, you know, because I, I feel like... Uh, like, it's not... Like, the career and the the materialistic things are nice, but I think like um, the relationships that we've been talking about uh, is really important to me too. And I think that's something I want to uh, work towards, you know?
1: Yeah, for sure, man. Um, and just because you brought this up, you brought up family. Do we have mm-hmm. any prospective candidates for a,
0: <laughs> that you like to mention to the group here? Wait. Should I mention that one person or not? That
1: one person that you've been explicitly exclusively talking to?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nah, nah, nah. (laughs) Nah, we we got no prospects right now. Um, yo, Max, are you gonna drop my Instagram at the end of this? Cause like, you know, they can hit me up. Like, you know what I mean?
1: Actually, like that that was actually a there are two goals for this channel. Number one is to, to actually get useful information out to people who are interested. And number two yeah. is to
0: is to help all my homies get into relationships. <laughs> Yo, you're a real G for that, man. Um, but yeah, nah, we don't got no prospects right now. <laughs> all right, well, you heard it here first. Mr.
1: Guan here, currently a Stanford Medical School student. He is... Um, 16, 16. 12? how tall are you six, feet. six yeah he's six, six feet, feet tall yeah. six feet tall and this is not rounding up or down okay he's six <laughs> feet tall um unlike some other folks i know <laughs> exactly exactly we, we're um, never uh catfishing out here you know perfect yeah i'll definitely throw your details down um in the uh-huh. description of the, the podcast so Okay. I'll definitely get for you, but you have to let me know if, if anyone actually slides in because of me. <laughs> I, I, I feel like there, there has to be a royalty or something that you got to give me. Hey, you'll be the first <laughs> to hear about it, all right? Um, I have a couple last questions. These ones are uh, more so open-ended. So okay. the first of which is, what is a question you were hoping I wouldn't ask?
0: Honestly, the one about uh, like the prospects, like that... I was like, yo, Max, I hope you don't expose me, man, because it's, <laughs> it's, it's not good out here. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, but, yeah, that,
1: that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, the second question I have for you is, is there anything that you would change about the podcast? You are our first guinea pig, and you are basically the one who's paving the way for future um, guests on the show, so what's Mm -hmm. what have you enjoyed and what are some areas of improvement or things that you haven't enjoyed that we can critically improve on
0: um yo i really enjoyed the halftime show the trivia like that was that was unexpected and um yeah that was super fun uh but uh let's see in terms of like changing uh some aspect um Maybe you can throw in a little bit more, uh, like, activities th- uh, throughout the question or just, like, switch up uh, the format. Like, you know how, like, in Hot Ones, like, he does, like, uh, he, he like, does, like, different um, things, like, uh, that Instagram where he pulls up people's Instagram and, like, explain that pig and stuff like that. Like, I think, like, breaking up some of the, uh, between, the, like, the halftime and um, the beginning, like, maybe throwing in some, like, little activities to uh, change up the flow would be uh, would be fun, I would say.
1: I really like that idea, Guan, and you are super lucky that I didn't do that to you. <laughs> <laughs> yo,
0: I know you have a bunch of people. Yo, actually, that's – yo, you should start doing that. Bro. Just pull up – expose no, actually, them, bro. No, 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 no that will be so fun. Um,
1: yeah. For that feedback, I – regarding Hot Ones, absolutely love Hot Ones. Sean Evans is the absolute goat. Um Yeah. We're a little bit bit smaller here. I have zero subscribers, (laughs) zero likes. I don't have a platform. I just purchased uh, this one blue Yeti mic. So (laughs) if you guys um, really enjoy this podcast, please feel free to chip in a dollar so you recover from this (laughs) (laughs) substantial cost. But yeah, yeah, no, I will definitely take that into consideration for guest number two. And this will be a lot more streamlined. Um, Last but not least, anything and everything else that you want to say to any of the fortunate viewers who get to watch this podcast? Any words of advice, any lessons learned, or just anything in general that you want to say?
0: The floor is yours. Well, first of all, thank you, Max, for having me. Um, really appreciate this opportunity. And um, I think for viewers, um, if, if you have any questions about medical school, um, the application process or anything like that, feel free to reach out to me. Uh, Max will drop my um instagram my contact and everything in the description um yeah and it just you know in life you win some you lose some but you just gotta you gotta keep going you know what i mean
1: (laughs) yo i actually love that you said
0: that because i was gonna say i want you to give an
1: outro and that was perfect like granted like i'm not really sure referring to for that advice but (laughs) but but it sounded really good in the moment um so yeah. yeah okay thanks so much Juan for being our first guest really appreciate having you on here and we're actually looking at um having a recurring segment with me you and two other fellow members um where we can just kick back catch up relax and just talk about real things so um thank you everyone for listening and stay tuned on the next one we actually need to do the beginning of the podcast again because I realized I did not explain anything about the podcast.
0: i like by Elon Musk.